0: On this compute, all right, so new Narcast, but this is our horror portion of it, so it's a, a dangerous meeting.
1: Horror, pop culture, yeah, action you know,
0: we all had this, all this
1: stuff that makes life worth living.
0: Yeah, <laughs> we had uh, our, our first one that we did with our brother Lonnie, um, was. Jesus Christ, I'm old. I completely forgot about it. Uh, remakes, horror remakes better than the original.
1: Yes. So yes, that's what it was.
0: Hope everybody enjoyed that. I know it's it's not getting as many hits as the music stuff, but I, I kind of expect it to go up because I think before we had it completely separated. Yeah, yeah. Uh, then we were just like, hey, eh, you know what?
1: And we'll do mu- music stuff too. I mean, it's not it's not that music is is something that we won't we won't yeah. touch on we'll definitely talk about talk about musical subjects it just so happens that this first couple of episodes um, we're sticking to the movies but you know it's all it's all subject to you know whatever we feel like doing that particular night that particular week
0: yeah and that'll fall under the 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 narcast moniker this is just kind of like our little horror action vault right it right Uh you speaking
1: of horror movie whatnot let's all admire the mug the (laughs) many faces of michael myers see there he's he's excited oh wait no that's the other side he's excited he's sleepy confused and there he's jealous what do you got in there juicy juice oh no you know me i'm rocking the coffee day and night and then here he's happy michael he's sad michael (laughs) and uh angry and calm. You see, the joke is they're all the same expression. Wow! Oh. You see how that works? You see how that works?
2: Very nice.
1: <laughs> Speaking of Michael Myers, I got to bring it up. Did you see the video? It's like twenty-five minutes that dropped on YouTube last week, and it's been all over Facebook. Do um, t- you know? You know Tony Moran is the actor that played Michael Myers for the two seconds that the mask was pulled off at the end of part one. And the story goes, uh, John Carpenter did not want Nick Castle to be the face under the mask because Nick Castle looked too ethnic. He wanted someone who looked all-American angelic, blonde hair, blue eyed, all American angel boy. Uh, so Tony Moran was brought in, was there one day, literally played Michael Myers for two seconds, and not a, a pivotal two seconds. I mean, it's the really the one and only time of note that he's, you know, been unmasked in the whole damn series. But Literally played the guy for two seconds. That's his entire claim to fame. He's done nothing else of note other than a, I think he was in a Chips episode in the, in the, in the late 70s. That's it. His, his entire career since then has been going to conventions and signing autographs as, you know, Michael Myers.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, a video dropped of him. I think last week. It might have been longer, but it's just started to to make the rounds. Mm -hmm. And it's literally 25 minutes of him trashing Halloween. Now, this isn't just him, like, in, in the comfort of his own home saying these things. This is him at a convention, at conventions, in a room of people who paid to be there who paid to be in that room, who paid for his autograph. Him in those settings, calling those people losers and assholes, trashing Halloween as a piece of shit, going so far as to make claims that Jamie Lee Curtis was sleeping with everyone on the set of Halloween And the big, well, and the big claim he made was that he had no respect for John Carpenter at all. That John Carpenter was a piece of shit because Deborah Hill was walking around on set with sunglasses on because John Carpenter beat her so bad that her eyes were blackened. I mean, just making the most outlandish claims possible i mean it just just like a super cut of this guy's oh yeah it's just it's just different interviews that he's done either on a on a horror podcast or in a room full of people who paid to be there or at an interview he gave at a convention with a, a a journalist of some sort i mean You and anybody who watches this, who has any interest in this kind of thing, please carve out 25 minutes of of your life and watch, honestly, one of the most horrible human beings, I think, on the planet. It's, it is so, it's this, it's one of the saddest things I've ever seen, not to mention the most, one of the most infuriating, but I mean, just.
0: Want him dead now? Is that?
1: Well, you know, I, I just listen. If if my entire claim to fame was playing this one part for two seconds, mm-hmm. I would think, and then I based my entire life's work on taking money from people to sign my name on pictures of that one thing. I I would think that I would be a little smarter and not call a room full of those people assholes stupid losers i don't know man obviously the guy's got a something
0: got a burr up his ass about something i've never i haven't seen the video um i've seen similar videos with people here and there just not like a super cut of the same person doing it but it's people just trashing either the fans or they're just miserable at these conventions. And it's like, then just don't go.
1: I've met people. I've been to, well, I don't know if a lot is the right word, but I've been to a number of these conventions and I honestly can't think of one person that I, that I met or got an autograph from, that was an asshole. I mean, there were some that, yeah, you could kind of tell they really wish they were somewhere else, but this is how they pay the bills now. But at least they were polite. They were not nice. I met You know, point. they didn't they didn't take it out on the fans for what they're doing. You know,
0: you that were Aaron Gray from Buck Rogers and Silver Spoons, Not sure. Very nice. She was just, it wasn't that she wasn't nice. It was just that she was talking about some like animal shelter, battered women's shelter the whole time. And I was just kind of like, all right, uh, great. I Whatever. That's not what I'm here for. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I met Ken Foray from Dawn of the Dead. Yeah. And he was not very just some of these people just I, I i don't really understand it you know you walk up to him and you're like hey what's going on and he instantly was just like yeah you know pictures uh 20 20 bucks with an autograph it's 30 like no it wasn't like hey you know hi how are you yeah. anything like
1: obviously that. to him it's a job he's not there to socialize yeah you
0: it's know? like whatever man i mean if i was in that position and somebody was like, hey, you were in a movie forty years ago, but there's still people that like are obsessed with you and your character. Really? Yeah. Hit me up, man. I'd be there talking to everybody. And now I'm not I... in positions where I'm constantly at those things. But I mean, come on, yeah. man. you're you're there. You're being paid to be there. Number one. Number two, which should be number, this should be number one, is that people want to talk to you. That's what, you know, I I went to Cinema Wasteland uh, several years ago, you know, with our brother Lonnie, and he, we met, uh, oh my God, Lloyd Kaufman. Mm -hmm. Lloyd Kaufman wasn't charging anybody. Really? Anything.
1: He seems like like, such a cool guy, though.
0: Got to think that it was pissing everybody else off. But we walked past him. He was standing out front in the front of his desk, the table. Mm -hmm. And he was like, we were going to walk by. And he just like, hey, hey, wait, what's going on, guys? You guys having fun? And we're just like, yeah, uh, cool. You know, he was like Mm -hmm. a really nice guy. And well, he's a
1: guy. I mean, I think anytime it interviews, if, if you get past the crazy, you know, but I think he's a guy that just really understands that everything he has in life, all the success is from the fans. Well, especially you know, in it, the it, Exactly. Start, I mean...
0: No, man, I don't get it.
1: So he's got, you know, my biggest complaint, I went, I went to, this was years ago, and uh, was a convention in Cleveland. I can't even remember the name of it. But and their their big thing was Linda Blair was there. And uh, they were do, and, and, and the, so it was Linda Blair was their hook. And their other big hook was it was a, a, a Michael Myers reunion. So they had Dick Warlock there who played Michael in Halloween two, George Wilbur there who played him in four and six, Don Shanks who played him in five. Mm -hmm. and so they had three you know um and at at the time um i i think h20 had just come out so at the time really those were the you know other than nick castle who wasn't going to he wasn't doing conventions at that time you know that was what they were going to get i had met dick warlock before nicest guy in the world. Was so damn nice that he forgets to charge people. His wife has to get you. It's, oh, I'm sorry, that's like $10. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, if it were up to Dick Warlock, he, he, everybody would go through, he wouldn't make a dime.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but just the sweetest guy. <clears throat> Don Shanks, a really nice guy, but almost choked me to death. Mm-hmm. Because, like, hey, can I get your picture? Oh, yeah, man, you get your picture with me. And then he proceeded to put me in this chokehold that i mean my natalie really thought i was he was gonna kill me <laughs> <laughs> she's like oh my god and the oh i'm so sorry man i'm so sorry like no that's cool dude george wilbur though he just he he, he was one of those guys that you could tell i don't really want to talk pay and i'll sign and if you want a picture it was one of those things where if you, you know dick warlock has his arm around you and Don Shanks is trying to kill you and George Wilbur, man, he just stood up on one side of the table. You're on the other. He didn't smile. It it was just, just but he wasn't, he right. But he wasn't me. mm -hmm. He wasn't rude. It was just very, I'm here. I don't know why, but I understand you like me or like what I do. So I'm going to be nice about it.
0: Yeah. There's, I like going to those conventions, um, you know, especially Cinema Wasteland in Cleveland. They don't like going every year because it tends to get a little monotonous, like the same thing yeah. over and over again. But it's it's yeah. going to them. Sometimes meeting people that uh, you know you're fans of or that are your heroes. Sometimes it's best to not meet them at all. I mean, I got the classic story with. You know Dave Mustaine from Megadeth that they were doing a signing at a Best Buy uh, in Canton the night before Ozfest '98, and that Ozfest was at uh, the Rubber Bowl in Akron. Um, and so we all we all went down, and there were like 2,000 people there, literally like lined up. Mm-hmm. And uh, we got there kind of early. There were probably like a hundred or so people ahead of us. And there was like three or four of us and uh, we went up through the line and everybody at the table was really nice, really polite, even Dave Mustaine. And uh, they were just like, hey, what's going on? You know, and I couldn't believe it. I was starstruck because I was such a Megadeth fan, you know, but I was like, hey, thanks, guys, you know. So the one guy that we were with, I can't remember he i don't know if he said let's just wait for him or whatever we went off for the side and then we literally waited for everybody to go through and get their autographs and then dave came over and did some radio spot for that local 1069 in canton and uh he came out and the guy the kid that i was with was like hey dave can we get a quick picture and Dave was just like, I'm calling him Dave, like, you know, we
1: like you, you guys go way back.
0: Yeah, we go way <laughs> back. We're fucking Barbecues out back all the time. But no, Mustaine comes out and, uh, you know, he said, hey, can we get a quick picture? And he was like, he rolled his eyes. He huffed and puffed. And he said, you know, fucking hurry this shit up, man. I got stuff to do. and you know the kid i was with was just like oh, okay okay took my cd shirt and just just threw it at him just fucking chucked it at him and i was like i don't blame you well
1: remember when we waited outside of kent stage for henry rollins after the spoken word remember how nice he was yeah he went down that whole line Took every picture, signed every autograph people asked for. He signed our ticket stubs, got a, got a picture with us. He could not have been, you know, more nice. Yeah. I mean, no, so that, cool.
0: And you know what? I, I hear a lot. I hear the same stories. of I have a buddy that met Megadeth at a signing, and he went in with, I don't know if it was Peace Cells or Rust in Peace, but. No, no, it had to be a newer. I think it was Euthanasia. I think it was Euthanasia. And uh, he went up with a CD and he he asked the band, can you each sign in the corner? So it's kind of like that, you know? Yeah. Each signature. So he said the first three guys were the rest of the band and they were totally polite yeah, absolutely, man. You know, thanks for buying the, you know, super like just personable and affable. And they were just like, and then he got to Dave and he was like trying to say, hey, can you sign like everybody else did? And Dave just like snatched the thing and took and just went like this and gave it back to him. So three of them are perfectly in the corner. And then one of them is like sloppily just and it's my buddy, Rob said he just stood there and the other three guys, cause Rob's a big guy. He's a bodybuilder.
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: And he's sitting there and he was just like looking at him, like giving him the stink eye. And the other three guys were just like, like they knew that he, and they were just, he said, they all looked at him and they, Hey, thanks man. Thanks a lot for coming out. You know? We appreciate <laughs> thing so who knows? Sometimes you meet those people and it's, it's kind of a crapshoot of, of they're human beings too, but some people I think are just,
1: yeah. Well, you know, there, there's that old saying, you know, you, you, you never meet, you never want to meet your heroes mm-hmm. because they, you know, for the, for many times they're, they're just going to let you down. <laughs> you
0: know, <laughs> I'm talking to mine right now, baby.
1: Oh, me too, baby. <laughs> me too. But I bet I let you down all the time. Don't I <laughs> see? See how
0: arrows yeah.
1: Um, are. Yeah. Uh, real quick though, uh, one more quick convention story. That same convention, the Michael Myers guys were at the Linda I said Linda Blair was there. Could not have been a, could not have been sweeter. But two people in front of me, the guy, I don't know what he was thinking. All of us have like exorcist memorabilia or you know, she's written, I believe she's written, uh, done some, she's done some animal cruelty things, you, you know, and uh, so they're bringing that stuff. And this guy, two people in front of me, he brought a bag of the, the hustler, the skin mask that she <laughs> took some fucking balls on this guy. He just goes, no, she had him thrown out.
0: Oh, see that's
1: that's what I'm talking
0: about, dude. It's it's like
1: (laughs) on one one hand, I I see how it was kind of rude for this guy, but on the other hand, it's like you did post for those pictures,
0: you know. I just said I appreciate you know i appreciate no, she
1: there. didn't she didn't have him thrown out immediately it's not like he pulled him out of the bag threw him in front of her and she said he's out no she said and her you know kind of her team you know the two or th- you know two or three people that were there representing her all kind of told this guy politely at first no i I'm, i i I'm i don't sign those you know, do you have something else? And this guy was adamant. No, you're going to sign these. I've had these since the. I've had these for years. You, I've been waiting for this.
0: He opens it up. They're all stuck. <laughs> it's all they're st-
1: <laughs> but so, I mean, in her defense, she she was polite at first. But this guy was pretty adamant, and he wasn't leaving. So, I mean. You know, no. at some point, what are you going to do? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> now, me, on the other hand, if anybody ever comes across my naked photos, I, I'll, I'll gladly sign them. No problem at all.
0: Dude, I would sign it with my dick.
1: <laughs> I don't even
0: care. If you're there to see me, <laughs> let's do it.
1: Oh, I post for him. So. I guess I'll sign them.
0: Yeah, I'd be like, I mean, and at that point, I would just kind of laugh. I'd be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I did this." Yeah, you know, whatever. Some people, I think, are just.
1: I guess I guess it really has to do with. I guess your reason for doing it. I mean, if if you were in a really bad place in your life and and making bad decisions and really needed money or something and who who wants to be reminded of that so mm-hmm. i can understand from that but i mean if you just did it because you're cool with it and, hey that's badass i'll do that what do i care then it's like yeah okay i'll sign that i did it yeah that's awesome you should,
0: so, should have just started like furiously just beating off right there i'm <laughs> getting kicked out
1: I was, like, wide-eyed, man. I'm like, I can't... I, I look... I, like, I can't believe this guy brought... I can't believe he did this. Oh, my God.
0: We have... Uh, before we get into the meat and potatoes of the episode, have you uh, watched anything lately? Um,
1: I started watching a, a new Amazon show that that's had a lot of buzz called Them... And uh, I'm well. I mean, when I when I say started watching it, I mean I've literally got one episode down, and that first episode was was great. I mean, I'm so I'm definitely looking forward to watching the rest of it. Um, I can't. We're watching. We're gonna watch Mortal Kombat tonight on HBO Max. You know me. I don't play video games. I mean, not like I just don't play now. I've never Mm -hmm. my entire life been a video game guy. Uh, but my kids are, they're really looking forward to it. And it looks like it's pretty, pretty violent. So it's supposed you know,
0: to be, yeah, it's supposed to be pretty, pretty brutal. I'll check it yeah. out.
1: So that's what I, you know, so even though the kids are probably gonna have to pause it every five minutes and explain to me what the hell's going on.
0: Nothing to really explain.
1: I, I, it, it, it's like they fight, right? And they don't, and they don't stop fighting till somebody's dead. Yeah. All right. I got it. I'm okay. good. Let it roll. <laughs> i got
0: it I, no that's cool i uh what
1: about you anything anything new and exciting you've been watching or listening to or
0: listening wise uh i'm still kind of heavily into the new qu- the the quill mm-hmm. Earthrise, which is amazing i'm getting i'm so stoked for the new monster magnet covers oh
1: that. god it's me too amazing. man
0: I'm just, like, obsessed. Um, I'm,
1: so, I'm so glad you sent me that link, by the way, because, uh, you know, I got, now, I got that autographed CD coming. And I would have got the LP if the LP sleeve itself was autographed. But what they're doing is they're sending you the LP, and then they're sending along a CD booklet signed. Yeah. So I'm like, well, shit. I'll just, if that's the case, I'll save 20 bucks, get the autographed CD, and then just get the album later on.
0: Yeah, I, I forgot, man. I got to get on there tonight see if I can snag the CD. I, I need the CD. I'll probably buy two copies of, probably buy it off Amazon, normal, like regular. Mm-hmm. And then I'll buy the, if I can get still get the autographed copy. But I already ordered from Napalm Records the colored vinyl, and it comes mm-hmm. with a uh, slip mat. Oh, really? Limited edition slip mat.
1: Oh, okay. It was
0: like with shipping, it was like 50 bucks. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know, I
1: bought. Um, I kind of, I kind of subscribe to the Mike Ness school. You know, that that quote he made that you know, who the fuck wants to buy records at Walmart? I don't. You know, and I'm always been like, yeah, I'm with you there, Mike. And I hate Walmart anyway, but sometimes it's a necessary evil. Mm-hmm. I know you agree, you agree. Um, but I was there like two, like a week and a half ago. And uh, I, I went against Mike Nest Wisdom, which you know I'm loath to do, um, but they had a, a Walmart exclusive, uh, Black Sabbath, We Sold Our Soul for Rock and Roll, two LP set, and the LP is this, this gorgeous green vinyl, and it's a Walmart exclusive, and I said, God damn it, I hate buying shit like this here, but... You know i mean the green vinyl it's a walmart exclusive i gotta i gotta get it so i did mean,
0: how much was it it's
1: 35 that's not bad which for which which for a double lp colored vinyl yeah that ain't bad you know i mean vinyls expensive you know that you buy it like i do
0: but it's like you know other than that i movie wise' you're, you're gonna hear me be the old guy and say the same thing every single episode and i just there is nothing out there I, I am watching with my 10 year old boy uh, Debbie watch. does Dallas yes bad <laughs> is big. he enjoying it Debbie does Dallas with a deep throat chaser
1: is he enjoying it
0: oh yeah yeah big fan yeah I mean he he had to have the talk anyway so I figured why oh, okay. not let Debbie do it yeah.
1: a- she's gonna do a better job than you're gonna do I mean let's be honest uh, that's the route I went
0: no, he wanted to watch uh, scary stories to tell in the dark.
1: How do you? Oh God! How do you like it?
0: It's we haven't finished it yet. We're just kind of like in the middle of it. Um, yeah. I, you know, it's I have absolutely no problems with it whatsoever. It's just mm-hmm. like a. I like the fact that the cast is like kind of you don't know who they are, right? A bunch of no names. Um, it's
1: just, it's just, it's just, it's just a, a total nostalgia trip. Even though it's a new newer movie, but it's just like a slice of my childhood come to life on screen. You know, because I grew up with those with those books, man.
0: Some of the effects are great. Oh yeah, um, but yeah, no, it's pretty cool. But I obviously revisited. Uh, I told you that's Cold in July. Yeah, which is such a good movie. Anybody that hasn't seen that? My God, and I comment
1: and I commented on on the post that I. You know, the, the book is in my about my five-foot stack of books that I have to get to reading. Yeah. And, uh, I, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to reading it, but it's kind of in the middle of the stack. So That
0: dude's got a bunch, that Joe R. Lansdale. He's got a ton of books. Oh, yeah. He's, he's, he's a, a great writer. Yeah. Um,
1: I've got a couple uh, uh, compilation books of his, short stories. They're all fantastic. I
0: mean, it, it's... The cast is like absolutely perfect. You know, was it was at Michael C. Hall,
1: Michael C. Hall, Don Johnson,
0: Sam Shepard, Sam Shepard, recently passed. Um, it's dude, it's so good. It throws you for a loop. It's like
1: it's nasty, man, when you find out what they're doing. <laughs> yeah, it's, I remember the first time, nasty. I,
0: first time I saw it, and they. They found, uh, you know, people who haven't seen it. I, I'm not going to give it away, but no, you're just like, <laughs> you just know where it's going. Yeah, something happens, and then you see something when they find a, a tape,
2: mm-hmm. of
0: what was written on it, and just mm-hmm. the, way, the way everything else was going, I was just instantly, I was like, oh no.
1: <laughs> and I don't know, I don't know about you, but but there's there's certain things that. That kind of get me more than others, um, and and that subject matter is is one of them. I mean that's that gets me, man. It, it's it for me. It's hard to watch. Yeah, you know, it's
0: shower it, afterwards. It's like yeah. So I'm glad they didn't go too much. As soon as that happens, it is just kind of like a quick one-two punch, and it yeah, the movie just it, it really harkens back to. 70s type flex, where there's nothing, there's no CGI. It's not, and I'm, I'm gonna, it's gonna be blasphemy for you. But it ain't like these absolute AIDS-infested shit-filled Fast and the Furious movies.
1: All right. Well, hey, listen, this has been a great episode. Uh, maybe I'll see you next time. Take care.
0: Well, yeah. Absolutely. You no, know,
1: I'll stay. I'll stay, but I'm I'm staying under protest.
0: Oh my God! It's
1: trash. Don't don't mess like with my Fast and Furious films, man. Don't do it. God, we all have our guilty pleasures. We all have our we all have our things that, for whatever reason, we enjoy the hell out of. And for me, one of them is the Fast and Furious films. Love That's them,
0: Furious films. But you don't like Point Break or Big Trouble in Little China. No. And you just came around on Roadhouse.
1: Yeah, recently came around on Roadhouse.
0: Remind me again, why are we friends?
1: Because I'm dead sexy. (laughs) I'm pretty, I'm pretty damn awesome. As are you. And that kind of awesome is just it's it on both sides. It's like a it's like it's like a magnet.
0: So you know it's uh that movie though is just straight 70s, man. It's just yeah. so good. It's, yeah. it's all acting. It's all story. It's like the plot, everything is just awesome. About it. the music's great. It takes mm-hmm. place in the eighties. If you don't, and that's the thing, they don't. They don't make a big deal out of it. No, but you can. No, still
1: just the clothes they wear, music that they're listening to, things, and that's it. You know, it's not like you know, it's just the setting, and that's what it is. And
0: love. Stranger Things, I love it. Yeah, absolutely love it. Forward
1: to season four.
0: Oh yeah, um, but when we were watching the last season, when they went to the they opened the mall, and the kids, you know, were like, "Is it really like that?" No, it wasn't like that in the eighties. It that looked like somebody who never lived through the eighties that made a movie about the eight that made that episode about the eight. Yeah. And all these people were in there, and they were all dressed like Cindy Lauper. Yeah, yeah, it was just no, it was no. not like
1: that. And we not showed, not in some not in some little bumfuck town in Indiana.
0: Yeah, and we showed pictures, <laughs> We showed them pictures. You could find picture eighties pictures of malls online, taken in the eighties. Yeah, of like malls in L.A. and stuff. They don't even look like that. No
1: it doesn't know they look, No malls make if you if you want to see what people look like in malls in the 80s in that area, er, you know in that area watched <laughs> fast fast times at ridgemont high you know parts of that movie take place in a mall and you know that's how they that's how they dressed that's how they acted that's how they looked
0: yeah it's you know it, it was the same thing with that new wonder woman wonder
1: woman 84 yeah i didn't uh well, I, I, you know, first of all, in total honesty, I haven't seen the first Wonder Woman yet. I want to. I, I just haven't got around to it.
0: I pretty much like all of the DC stuff a lot. Um, for some reason, I hate all the Marvel crap. I like the first Wonder Woman. I, you know, not a big comic fan of it, but, you know, I didn't mind it at all. And then, you know, my wife wanted to see it and... Uh, you know, Katie was really pumped and For it was new on HBO Max and it's like, let's watch wow. it. Dude, like 10, 15 minutes into it, she was just like, how much does this have left? <laughs> one of the worst movies, but it was the same thing. They went to the mall and it was like that Stranger Things where it was like the most ridiculous, cartoonish. I was like, apparently the idiot that directed this was probably born in like 1990 and didn't I I don't know for sure I don't know but I'm just saying it's just so like it's a such it was such a stereotype of what the 80s looked like and I'm like trust me it wasn't like that
1: (laughs) you you (laughs) like you like you like Gail Gadot though right right yeah Fast and Furious alumni there pal oh I don't she she's part of the family I don't care she's part of the family have you watched the Fast and Furious film?
0: Unfortunately, yeah. I stopped at like part 74.
1: Um, oh, that's impossible since we're not even near that. I hope we get there someday. That would be... There's a new expect- one coming out, yeah. isn't there? Yeah, it was supposed to come out last year, but, you know, because you know, COVID fucked up everything. It's coming we out in June. I know
0: something good that came out of COVID.
1: It's coming out in June, and I, for one, could not be more ecstatic. There's only one film. No, I, there's two films coming out this year that I'm more excited.
0: Way too fast and furious for,
1: for. no, there's two films coming out this year that were supposed to come out last year that I'm more excited for than the new Fast and Furious. Halloween. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm sure you could, there's that's one. See so how well you know me.
0: Mm-hmm. You can come up
1: with the second one.
0: The second well, Fast and Furious.
1: No, there's two films coming out that I'm more excited for than the new Fast and Furious. Halloween Kills is one of them. See if you can guess the second. Uh, Bond. There's my boy. You know me so well. Yeah, You know me so well. It's bittersweet, though, because it's my favorite Bond's last Bond. So it's going to be very sad. Who
0: knows? Who knows? But but that good segue into our uh, talking about the 8 million fast and furious sequels. <laughs> it's, it's you know crazy. what it
1: is man. Listen, I don't I don't like them because they're great films. You know, obviously. Oh, they're, but they're just they're just for me for me it's total popcorn escapism. I can sit down, my popcorn, my drink, I can watch two hours of Fast and Furious, not worry about any other bullshit going on in the world. I don't have to think very hard. It's just, I can shut everything off and just enjoy the car chases and the stunts. It's, it's just, it's fun popcorn movie for me.
0: For me, it's, I, I'll do that, but I'll do it with Commando or Roadhouse. That's, See, it's it's the same thing. I watched a couple of those Fast and Furious. Not to get off and go off on a tangent here, but dude, it was so. It was like I don't even see this much ridiculous shit in a video game. I (laughs) I know rain going, and they're like they hit like a little rock, and then the the car catapults, and the rock jumps off, and he's like flying through the
1: dude. It was so. It's, it's just like, it's, it's just pure it. popcorn escapism. Oh, it's so awful. <laughs>
0: I cannot do it. Anyway. So you will
1: not be going to the ninth Fast and Furious film with me?
0: Uh, no. <laughs> I'll be outside with uh, probably the <laughs> TNT detonator. <laughs> and then I'm you'll see wondering. me do the
1: rock <laughs> Vin Diesel out of the burning building yeah. into a moving car.
0: You know what... It reminds me of uh, my God. What is that? God, that that little 80s uh, ridiculous. David Hasselhoff was part of. Oh, do you remember that? It was like that 80s thing. He he didn't watch. No, no, he did. It was like recent. Some guy put out this like little movie trailer or he put out like an actual movie. Oh, my God, it's driving me nuts. But David Hasselhoff did the song.
1: I, I don't know, man. I'm the song drawing a point.
0: Survivor. Blank. And it was, like, ridiculous. It had, like, Vikings in it. And, d- yeah, like. You this
1: can't go with Vikings. This
0: a, like this, these, like, punks pull up. And, and the, the guy is a skateboard. And he, kick, you know, kicks it or whatever. in the cop, in a throws the cop car up in the air and flips and the cop the dude gets out of the cop car and jumps off and he's like shooting at him in the air <laughs> that is meant to be like a parody you know i can't remember it's driving me completely nuts well um, do you
1: like the do you like the machete phones
0: yeah but it's supposed to be like that
1: well it's supposed
0: so the to like house. House. that's like it's like, you know, planet terror and machete and like all of those have that campiness to them fast and furious. It's just like it's ax body spray and monster energy <laughs> on steroids. And I just can't
1: Well, agree agreed to disagree. <laughs> I still, I still love you,
0: but getting into the sequels, we decided, uh, kind of do a quick one here. Um, sequels
1: sequels that are better than the originals
0: yes not remakes. horror
1: horror films
0: that we did yeah we did uh, horror remakes better than the original yes well let's let's do some sequels here that we think are better than the original and i think when you know i was i was looking online just curious to see what other people would put
1: I, I did the same thing. And some people were only thing.
0: putting like part twos of things. Yeah. And I'm like, you realize that some of these franchises have like eight sequels to them yeah. or something. Yeah. You know? yeah. So I, I don't know. I mean if that's legitimate. Well,
1: I stuck I, I stuck to a most most of minor are, are part twos, uh but but I but I see your point. Mm-hmm. And I and, and a lot of I, a lot of those lists I saw. Well, I'm just gonna throw this out there. Maybe this is on Your list—it's not on mine, but I'm using this as an example. A lot of the lists that I saw, ninety percent of them—you know—when these are not just people like you and I, these are like you know journalists or movie critic people. They put Evil Dead Two as better than Evil Dead, and to me, that's—are you out of your freaking (laughs) minds? I don't—I don't get it.
0: It's not on my list because I like Evil Dead better than Evil Dead Two.
1: Yeah. You but know. Evil Dead
0: 2 fits more with Army of Darkness to me than it does with Evil
1: Dead. I agree. Well, first of all, Evil Dead 2 is essentially just a remake of yeah. Evil Dead, well, That's but with why, comedy, I with think slapstick it, and comedy.
0: I can't remember if it was on... I can't remember if I had it on my list, honestly, but uh, for the remakes, better than the original. No, because I don't think it's better than the original. No. No, because no. I like the original better. Um,
1: to me, the Evil Dead is supposed to be just a balls-to-the-wall horror film Mm -hmm. and where Evil Dead 2 may have that balls-to-the-wall factor for me it's all kind of done in a a slapstick hokey manner I'm not putting the film down I like it but I mean you know I saw the Evil Dead when I was a kid and I didn't want to go to bed (laughs) you know I was (laughs) terrified I wasn't terrified of Evil Dead 2
0: yeah, it's meaner, it's nastier. Um, but yeah, that's not on my list. But I can, uh, I can go ahead and start.
1: Yeah, go uh, ahead, my man. I'll
0: start with the uh, probably gonna piss a lot.
1: Are you ruff, are you ruffling feathers right out of the gate?
0: Oh, I'm gonna ruffle some feathers here.
1: Oh dear lord! Don't go where I think you're going.
0: This is, it's horror, but it's also sci-fi. Yeah. Um, I'm going to blow you away. (laughs) Maybe, I don't know. The sequel that I think is better than the original, um, as amazing as the original is, the cast is unstoppable, but there was something about the sequel to me that was just nastier, Mm -hmm. dirtier, and that's Mm -hmm. Predator 2.
1: you know what i don't think that's too off the wall is what you 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 might assume at least not with me now maybe the vast majority of people who who are going to watch this are going to say what the hell but i can see where you're coming from Mm -hmm. although i i don't necessarily agree Mm -hmm. i i don't think predator is such a a far greater film than Predator 2. Let's put it that way. I think they're both pretty neck and neck.
0: There's something about Predator 2 that just the, the cast in the first one, dude. I mean, come on.
1: Oh yeah. It's oh, yeah.
0: absolutely amazing. One-liners, you know. So many one-liners in that.
1: One of the one of the, one of the greatest lines in film history when Jesse Ventura offered some some chewing tobacco Yeah, to his, to his fellow, you know, uh, teammates there. And none of them wanted it. You're all a bunch of slack-jawed faggots. Yeah. This stuff will make you a sexual Tyrannosaurus, yeah, just God. like me. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> he gets shot or, or whatever. He's like, hey, you're bleeding.
1: Ain't and, you got time to bleed.
0: And the guy's like, uh, okay.
1: <laughs> oh, God.
0: It's that. I mean, it's great. Um,
1: I think for me, I think the cool thing about Predator Two is, and what maybe made it a little more, uh, you can relate to it maybe a little better, is, is that it takes place in a city, yeah, you know, takes, as, the, as opposed place. to a jungle where I'll never be ever,
0: <laughs>
1: you know. But it, so, I,
0: it's a city, but in the future, right? Future,
1: and not anymore. Like,
0: yeah, not anymore. But it's like overcrowded, and you know everything about it, dude. Is I think Danny Glover is great in it. Love, Danny
1: Glover's great in everything.
0: Yeah, love Bill Paxton. Uh, Man, rest in peace. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, there was some weird, some really interesting story about Bill Paxton. I think he he was roommates, or he grew up, or he worked with. Dude, uh, Mike Muir from Suicidal Tendencies or something. Oh, really? They, they were like friends back in the day. Like, is when Bill Paxton died, Mike Muir posted this big thing of Bill Paxton wearing a suicidal sweatshirt with the sleeves cut off, like back in the '80s, saying that they used to work with each other or roommates or, or something. I, I'll have to look it up. But yeah, saying, that's really cool. Saying that when he something about even when he would see. Bill, pa- like he saw Bill Paxton a couple times through the years after that, like after he got kind of big, mm-hmm. still like the same dude, super nice and down to earth. And, uh,
1: well, everything I ever read about Bill Paxton was just, he was just, you know, just the sweetest guy.
0: Well, you he, know, dude rules, man. I mean, it's, he's been
1: it's, in everything and everything he's it. been in is badass. He's been badass in everything. Yeah. So. And,
0: uh, But I don't know, man. The the movie to me is just, it's gritty. It's nasty. Special effects are great. I mean, it starts in the beginning with the cops and the, you know, the drug dealers. And it just starts off and it's like, you know, the fuck is like every other word. And it's like (laughs) shooting and death. And then on top, and that's not even the Predator yet. And then the Predator comes in (laughs) and then it's like, it, it was just a really nasty flick, and uh, I I always enjoy it more than watching the first one. Whereas the first one I would give like an eight and a half to a nine out of ten. This one I would give like a nine and a half. You know, just I can see it's, that. It's I can see that. I always love it. So so many different yeah. characters. The first one has good characters, but really it's just kind of like the same group of guys. Yeah, this one there's so many. Uh, Gary Busey's character, you know, I love it when <laughs> it's so ridiculous when he's talking about um, when he, Danny Glover. They're they're talking about whatever. It's like the little bit between them, and he's like lions, tigers, and bears. Oh my! <laughs> it's <laughs> so ridiculous, like over the top. But uh, and it's 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 awesome, man. Yeah, you see like different weaponry a little bit, and plus at the end when he goes into the the actual spaceship. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's the my little,
1: the little nod to Alien in there. He's mm-hmm. got the the xenomorph skull amongst all their other trophies. Definitely, if you're kind gonna of do... in the seed for Alien versus Predator,
0: and if you're going to do a Predator flick. To me, I like the first two, mm-hmm. obviously with a nod to the second, and then I don't like any of them until the newest one that came out with Shane that Shane Black did.
1: Yeah, that caught a lot of shit, but I actually enjoyed it.
0: You know why I enjoyed it? Because it just reminded me of like an eighties flick.
1: Yeah, I can see that.
0: It's it. It was just like fun, but it was it was still violent, and it mm-hmm. it had that. I liked it. I think what people wanted was something yeah. like the first two, but...
1: And the, the cast was great
0: mm-hmm. and
1: the one-liners were funny. You know, um, it, it it was everything it was supposed to be. They weren't trying to reinvent the wheel. You know, they mm-hmm. were trying to make, as I said before, about the Fast and Furious movies, not comparing the two, but it was just a fun popcorn flick.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
1: it, it gave you everything you wanted. You want blood? Here's some blood you want fighting, here's some fighting. You want one liners, we're going to give you those too, you know. So, yeah, I lo- I liked it a lot. Cool. Well, the first flick I'm going to throw out there and there's actually more than 2 of these films. It's a bit of a franchise and any one that came after the first one, I could have put on this list, mm-hmm. but I went with the second one. Um the first one I hate it. I thought it was complete garbage to the point where I didn't even want to see the second one, but it was on and it had an actor in it that I'm a big fan of. So I said, eh, OK, I'll watch it because of him and uh, watched it, loved it. And I've liked everyone after. And that is uh, The Purge 2. Uh,
0: with with uh, Frank Rizzo. Frank Grillo. Grillo. Frank Rizzo. Rizzo. I think Frank Rizzo's the jerky boy, is not it? Yeah.
1: Yes. <laughs> Frank Rizzo. <laughs>
0: Holy crap. I can't believe it. useless info in here.
1: I Listen, I'm, I am a mountain of useless information. I, I feel you. Trust me. But I, I mean, I, I think The Purge is an interesting premise. and uh, But for some reason, I just, I, I hated the first one. I thought it was complete garbage. Yeah. But the second oh one, goodness. I loved and I loved election day and even the last one the first purge I, I enjoyed i thought it was good
0: first purge took place in the house right
1: that's yeah that's the one with ethan hawk
0: yeah i remember you and i saw part 2 in the theater yeah and one of the reasons i wanted to see it was because of frank rillo not rizo the
1: only reason i wanted to see it was frank rillo
0: yeah cuz rillo's awesome man like yeah. he just he has that gritty kind of, you know, yeah, machismo, like, just, I love the guy, but no, he's I, just a,
1: he's I, just, he's a, he's a good actor, he's a tough guy, um, that's, you it. know, I, I like him,
0: no, I agree, I, I haven't seen any of the other
1: ones, um, you should really see Election Day, that's what, on because some Frank them, Grillo's in that one too, and he's amazing,
0: I'll, I'll check it out, you know, I know, it's really good, the second one was great, um, I had a lot of fun with it. I'm not a big, big fan of the the franchise. Uh, well, I, shouldn't say, I haven't seen the other ones yet, but mm-hmm. the first one was like, okay, whatever. But then the second one, I, I agree. I thought it was better, definitely better than the first.
1: A lot better. Because the first one I thought was garbage. I'll never watch the first one again. But I'll watch two. I'll watch Election Day. Even the, the last one, uh, I think it's the first Purge. It's kind of like a prequel. Mm-hmm. I, I'll watch that. Because it was it was it was good. I went to the theater. I've I've been to the theaters to see all of them since the first one, and I, I've I've liked them all, especially two and the third one, Election Day. Fantastic.
0: Oh, very good. Good. Hit choice. me.
1: Hit me. You're on a roll, man.
0: Here's another one. So this is the first one I saw of the franchise yeah. and it's also to obviously I think it's better than part one um, big I, I'm a I'm a fan of everything I would say up to the film after this one and then I, I just kind of I just don't give a shit anymore. Oh, wow. I've seen them all, but, um, and what really got me was a kid in the 80s watching MTV at my grandparents' house late at night. And the video comes on, um, you know, for the song that was in the film. And it, it just sucked me in. I mean, I was a kid. I was, I think this came out in 86, if I remember. So I was seven years old and I was just like, dude, I don't know what this is, but this is amazing. And then I saw it several years later and that's Friday the 13th, 6. And seeing Alice Cooper Mm -hmm. video. Um, It was that he's back, the man behind the mask or whatever. He's
1: back, the man behind the mask.
0: Yeah, but it's you know, I Friday the 13th, one through three, I kind of group into like one. That's like the early mm-hmm. era. And I enjoy them. I really do. Um, to me, they're classics, they're great. Um uh, I I had four, five, and six are that's the pinnacle for me. Four, five, and six are absolutely just awesome. I don't give mm-hmm. a shit that he's not in five. That it's you know the dad the paramedic,
1: yeah yeah five is such a
0: fucking spoiler alert. But if dirty. you haven't seen it,
1: oh yeah. If, if you haven't seen it, then why the hell are you watching this podcast? <laughs>
0: <laughs> like, yeah. You know, plus five, but, five does have the best titties out of all of them. Oh I mean, god, just,
1: yeah, yeah. That that girl in the fucking woods, man. Oh yeah. Uh, whose last name is actually Voorhees? Yeah. Yeah, kind of, kind of crazy. The,
0: Part six, though, uh, I remember one of the... It's weird when you see a movie and everything kind of comes together. You know, I was a kid. I mean, my dad listened to a lot of awesome stuff, Zeppelin, Sabbath, all that stuff. So I was kind of already being groomed for that, for the heavier stuff. So Alice Cooper instantly just sucked me in. Um, Horror, you know, my mom got me into horror when I was a kid. She loved horror flicks. So, I, I really wanted to see it. And I remember a couple years later, I ended up seeing Return of Living Dead first before I saw this. But then Tom Matthews is in Return of Living Dead. But Tom Matthews is also in part six. Yeah. Is um, oh, Jesus Christ. Tommy. Uh, I always get them mixed up. Jarvis. With, yes.
1: Tommy Jarvis.
0: Who's the Halloween Tommy?
1: Uh... The Halloween Tommy. Oh, Tommy, uh, Tommy Doyle.
0: Yes, I always get those two, but yeah, so he plays Tommy Jarvis. Tommy Jarvis was Corey Feldman and four, Corey Feldman
1: in four, who and then I can't Bobby. remember, I can't remember the name, the name of the actor in five.
0: Yeah, it was just then, a little random,
1: yeah, dude. and then um, Tom Matthews in six,
0: which wasn't it? Who was in fight? I think suicide. From Return of Living Dead was in five, wasn't he?
1: Yeah, Suicide was the guy that took the axe to the paramedic's son. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um,
1: he's dead too, I think. Yeah, I think, the actor that played, I cancer, I think.
0: Yeah, um, but yeah, six. So when I saw Tom Matthews, I was like, hey, that's that guy, you know, and uh, I just loved it, man. I just and the one, the one thing, the one dude that's in the movie that has the RV. It always made me laugh. Reggie, Corky. It
1: was Reggie's the little boy, right? His brother.
0: Yes. The um, little brother. No, the Quirky's the guy that has the RV. The white dude. You know what I'm talking about? The chick. Jason puts her face Oh, you're
1: still okay, you're back on six.
0: Six. I'm yeah. still
1: talking about five. Okay, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Yeah. All right.
0: The guy with the R V. Mm-hmm. It was funny because my sister's name is Courtney and we used to call we always called her Corky. That's like one of her nicknames. We used to call her Corky. <laughs> so it's <was> like <laughs> I remember I remember a long time I was thinking, well, you're either gonna be Corky from Prior 136 or you're gonna be Corky Thatcher. So Take your pick.
1: I was just thinking in my head, that's the name of the camera with the towns, (laughs) right? What is that? Life Goes On? Is that the name of the show? Yeah.
0: Yeah. I was like, oh "Oh my god. God. But no, Quirky. uh, (laughs) I remember the the scene with his girlfriend. I think Jason takes her and smashes her face into the
1: and her face is perfectly molded in the side of the that's a badass scene though, when the when the RV racks. Mm-hmm. And he busts out the door and he's just standing on top of the. That's lighting. in the video
0: for yeah. the music video. You know, I've like, always wanted a
1: poster of that. I thought that would be a really cool poster.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I, I loved it, man. Um, the sheriff, <laughs> I think it's bent backwards. <sighs> Dude, it's like it's um, the chick that's in the movie, the, the main. Yeah. Just. Awesome, it's just yeah. fun, you know. At that point, you're if you're really invested in the backstory of Jason Voorhees you're kind of like missing the point.
2: Mm-hmm. At
0: this point, you just you want titties and blood, and yeah just, that's 80s, and that's it's just awesome. So that's to me, I would even go, I would go part six, and then I probably five and then four. And then probably one, then three, then two, Mm -hmm. a quick one. I know we did a Friday the 13th one episode a long time ago, but it's like, I don't. which
1: I would recommend people looking for that because that was a, that was a really good episode.
0: Um, but yeah, I don't, seven. I I like a new blood. I don't mind it. Um, Jason takes Manhattan is an absolute travesty and, uh, -hmm nine is
1: see me I'm gonna okay I'm gonna stick on I'm gonna stay on the same wavelength that you started when I put this little mini list together and I went with five films my number five went five then five B and then five C and they are five Friday the 13th part two five B Friday the 13th part three and five C Friday the 13th part four much like you are four, five, six is kind of your sweet spot. Mm-hmm. My sweet spot is two, three, and four. Those right are my you three like favorite
0: four. Mm-hmm. Because you like four because you're a big fan of Crispin Glover's dance scene.
1: Oh my god, I do it every day. I, I mean, wake up every morning and I do the do the scene. But uh, <laughs> but those are and I think those are so I think and you know again we did the list. You know, before, but for me, it would go two, three, four, and then one. Mm-hmm. And I like six, I like five. They just, they just don't make that cut for me. My, my sweet spot, my, my favorite era is two, three, and four. Then five and six are are good. And then, in my opinion, everything after six until the remake is garbage. But I like the remake. I and I know you agree I enjoyed it I thought it was I thought it was good
0: I enjoyed it the only thing I didn't like about it was the tunnel thing under mm-hmm. you know we have to explain how it is that he ends up it's like well still doesn't explain it because Crystal Lake Camp Crystal Lake is is pretty big and yeah. somebody's way over here and they're a mile away like are, are you saying that he can run a mile and? split second and get you know it's just but no I think I, they
1: over I think they overthought it a little bit I'll agree with you there but putting that aside it's an enjoyable movie especially when you consider what came before that for quite a few movies mm-hmm. was shit
0: I'm actually going to a, a poll about in uh, part four what dance scene is better Crispin Glover or part five, the chick,
1: the oh, cult, the, the robot thing that she did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Friday like, thirteenth, man. It's 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 the movie of the the worst dances ever. It's like five know?
0: minutes long. It just keeps <laughs> going and going. I, I just watched it not too long ago with
1: like one of the worst songs ever. What in the hell?
0: She's just up there by herself doing (laughs) that.
1: That's
0: what I do every morning. Good, it gets me like loose and yeah.
1: You do that while I'm doing the Crispin Glover dance, and then we're. That's how we get our get our days motivated, man. And then we do it on these Zoom calls. We call each other in the morning. You do your robot thing. I do the Crispin Glover thing, and. We start our day, <laughs> and our wives look at us like we're losing our minds.
0: Did you go? Did you see part three? The uh, with us? I know it was.
1: I did not go with you guys.
0: Okay, Lonnie was there.
1: I wanted to. I don't know what what came up. I mean, I had seen three in the theaters when it first opened as a as a as a as a, as a kid. Yeah, you know. Was... So I, uh, you know.
0: Yeah, it was. They were playing it somewhere on the southwest of, side of Cleveland. Yeah. A really cool theater. And it was, cheap. I think it was like five bucks
2: mm-hmm.
0: a person, seven bucks. But they were playing the um, 3D, part three, 3D. And that was uh, one of the greatest things I've ever seen, where a bunch of the Cleveland metal guys were in there too. Like the some of the metal bands at Cleveland, they were sitting like back behind us. I want to say like Ringworm was there. Oh, really? I don't know <laughs> any of those guys, you know. But I remember they were sitting there, it just like, you know, you recognize them. Um, but there was a chick in there talking on her phone, <laughs> and it was like these dudes just were not having it. Good I mean, talking like this, like the movies on. She's like, "Hey, what's going on?" You know. And these dudes that just turn over, shut
2: the fuck up.
0: <laughs> like, and it got, and, some, and they went and they they uh, kicked her out. The Good. management came and she was like, oh, I'll get off my phone. And they were like, no, you're out of here. <laughs> and everybody Good. was laughing.
1: Yeah, get the fuck out. What the and hell is, wrong with, the hell is wrong, wrong with
0: people? If I remember right, she got kicked out and her boyfriend was just kind of sitting there. Kind of just like, and then just got up by himself and then just walked out quietly. <laughs> no. Listen, there would have been a- like, I'm watching on Friday the 13th, so.
1: There would have been a breakup that night because she, her ass would have been sitting in the lobby waiting for me. Because
0: <laughs> uh-huh.
1: I was, I'm sorry, it's your yeah. dumb ass. That couldn't get off the phone, not me. Well, yeah. first of all, if I was the boyfriend, that never would have happened. Because immediately when that phone rang, and she even looked like she was thinking about answering it, I would have leaned over and said, if you answer that damn phone, you better be answering for an Uber because <laughs> I'm not taking you home.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know? Well, I'm going to continue it here. Um, so I'm going to go with one that sort of came up in the remakes what well, came up in the discussion of remakes being better than the original not that the, it's not a remake um, even though it has a remake I what does not anymore Dawn of the Dead which if you really take the first three Night, Dawn, Day as the trilogy mm-hmm. then this would be the sequel you know, to the
2: to living dead. dead, yeah.
0: So, um, to me, it's it's far superior than night. It's just a, a better movie in every way. Not necessarily because of. Um, I mean, just just for me, like I get that one is groundbreaking.
2: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: uh, I think that it gets a little ridiculous nowadays. I understand all of the kind of social commentary and the political implications of it. But I think the reason why it, that made it so strong was because Romero and those people didn't set out to purposely do that. They just created it.
1: Are you talking about night right now? Night, yeah. Because, he's, because Romero always said with day that, you know, it was it was a commentary on commercialism in society at that time, which was on 70, 70, dawn right, which was seventy eight. Yeah. So I mean, with that one, he did set out to, to yeah. try to make a a statement. Um,
0: the first one was
1: just, he was whether he was you know successful or not. That that's op- that's up to I each individual say,
0: interpretation. I would say that maybe not so much it it, maybe then but definitely now absolutely you know it has some but i to me the the hype surrounding one especially within like the past 10 15 years um and i I, you know i can't stand when they're just like you know oh, he chose the the lead character uh i I don't know the actors wayne jones wayne jones and they're making a big deal out of it, and then you, when Romero was like, he was the best actor I knew. Yeah. That is more impactful to me because he wasn't thinking about that. He was thinking, this guy's my friend, and he's the best actor I know. Yeah. that I is much more important, and that's right. why it made, to me, that's why it means, because you can... To me, if you're the guy that's out there, like, shouting from the rooftops that you're doing all this stuff, then you're a phony. And Mm -hmm. he wasn't doing that with the first one. They just did it. And just because of the the time, the era that they lived in, maybe through what they created, some of that stuff came out. And people can see, you know, parallels between, um, you know, with Vietnam going on at the time all kinds of I've heard all kinds of things you know people but with Don it was the consumerism you know type deal but the thing that got me was seeing the video the box for it at the store mm-hmm. when I was a kid Had mm-hmm. uh Roger the three
1: faces of yeah yeah no.
0: he's And then on the top, it it was either on the top or the back at the top, but it was Roger Ebert saying a savagely satanic view of America or something. And I was like, mine, I got to see what this is. And I understand a little bit. I think, you know, he can be or he could be, you know, pretty uh, uh, pretentious at times. Um, but the movie to me Was just perfect Perfect story
1: It It's one of those films You know When you're when you're a kid Growing up In, in the era Of the video store and, and VHS tapes You know And when I say growing up In that I mean you're a kid When all of that is happening
2: mm-hmm. You know
1: it, It's just starting You know
2: mm-hmm.
1: You have that there's that Holy grail of, of movies that maybe you read about in the monster magazines Mm -hmm. or in, you know, Fangoria, you know, there's that, that Holy grail of, of movies. Dawn of the dead is one of them. I, you know, for me, my group of friends and and whatnot, you know, it was Dawn of the dead and and Phantasm Mm -hmm. and I spin on your grave and, and, I could go on but um maniac you know there were these movies that you only saw pictures of in 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 very certain magazines um you saw the movie poster in the magazines and they just looked like oh oh my god mm-hmm. you know and dawn of the dead was was definitely one of them you know and it had that whole you know, no rating, you know, no one under 17 is, can see this film, you know, so for me, Dawn of the Dead holds, well, as it does for most horror fans, you know, especially those who have been horror fans since they were kids and grew up in that era, it holds a special place, you know, it is one of those holy grail movies, Mm -hmm. but and you know this about me, we've talked about this before, but I still like Night of the Living Dead
2: better. Mm-hmm.
1: It's my favorite of that, of that trilogy, and I'm going to keep it to the trilogy and not even discuss the, the sequels that came out after Day of the Dead. <laughs> I, don't, I don't count those. They, I like to pretend they, they don't even exist.
0: Well, it's like I said in the other episode uh, with Lonnie. Remake's better than the original. I always choose 90. That remake is better than the original for a lot of reasons. won't get back yeah. to it. But everything else that Romero did... God, dude. Land of the Dead, we saw in the theater. So me too. It was just...
1: I tried to go see Day of the Dead in the theater, but they wouldn't they wouldn't let me in. I went with my mom and my uncle and my aunt when when Day of the Dead opened, but like Dawn of the Dead, it no one under 17 was admitted even with a parent or yeah. an aunt and uncle. They would not let us in. Wow. My aunt and uncle ended up going to see it and uh, I I, for, I forget what my mom and I, went to go see. I want to say my mom and I went to see uh Return of the Living Dead, because I think they were both playing at the same time. I I might be wrong. I'm probably wrong. But I remember going to see Return of the Living Dead at the very same theater. Um but that's neither here nor there. My mom and I had to go see something else. My aunt and uncle went to see Day of the Dead, but I think the only old- you know, but, but I tried. I, I sure tried.
0: The only thing good about land to me is the. Is, <laughs> so my, my uncle who recently passed away, um, he was deaf, and he's kind of lived a rough life, kind of a rough dude. He was in prison, you know, mm-hmm. but he really was a great guy, just hilarious. And uh, we went with a group of friends to go see Land of the Dead, and he was doing helping you know, uh, Katie and I in the, in the house or so, I can't remember. And I said, Hey, we're going to go see a horror movie. You want to go? And he's completely deaf, but he was great at lip reading. And he said, Oh yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I I love horror movies, love horror movies. I'll go with you. You know? So we were like, okay. So we went, we saw it. Um, I told him, I was like, you know, I, he didn't want the closed caption on and the screen was like screw it you know he he can read lips and uh had a great time and then <laughs> we dropped him off the next time i saw him like a couple weeks later i was like hey what's going on and he just went uh uh-uh. uh and i was like what what are you talking about and he was like that movie uh uh-uh, uh never again never again and i was like what are you talking about? <laughs> and he you know, so was a zombie movie. He's deaf to so yeah. he hear anything. And he said he couldn't sleep at night because like every time something like the wind would blow a sheet or something, he would freak out and think that they were coming <laughs> in and he kept saying, I thought they were eating me. Like I couldn't
1: sleep. <laughs> That's great.
0: So every time like, when I did see him, after I'd be like, "Hey, you want to go see a zombie movie?" and he'd be like, <laughs> <laughs> "That's, that's awesome. great." Knowing how how tough this guy was, and that we took take him to see a zombie flick, and he was like, he said literally for like a couple days, he was just like sitting up all night, <laughs> 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 kept, <out> <laughs> kept having nightmares. That's <laughs> like. I'm like I had uh, nightmares about yeah. the movie, but because it was so terrible. But uh...
1: I'm trying to think of of redeeming qualities for for, for that movie, and None. the only thing I could the only thing I can really come up with is Asia Argento, who's easy on the eyes. So I mean, at least you got to look at her for an hour and a half.
0: John Leguizamo as but, what was his name? Cholo.
1: I don't know. <laughs> I fucking care. The, but I will tell you, the redeem—there is one redeeming thing about that movie. Two redeeming things, actually. It's not Diary of the Dead,
0: dude. Okay, so <laughs> I drove to Toronto. And then
1: what's the? And what's the other one? Sure. Because it's yeah, and it's not Survival. So those are the two redeeming qualities. At least it's not those two movies, so, which are oh my god.
0: I I drove to Toronto. My buddy, my. One of my best friends, uh, Rob, he lived in Toronto at the time, so he said, "Come on up." They're playing Diary um, at the local theater. It was downtown Toronto. It's a
1: huge
0: theater. I remember
1: you doing that. And I, remember I remember
0: one of the newer Star Treks was coming out. One the ones with Chris Pine. Yeah, and when you walk, it was actually the re, the reboot. Okay, so it was it was before that came out. I remember when you walked into this theater, they had a full size, like, Klingon bird of prey, hanging from the ceiling. <laughs> I was just like, like it was huge, dude. You'd pay for your ticket, you go up these escalators. It was massive, and and they,
1: and they, and they serve beer. I think <laughs> they're movie theaters.
0: I think they did, yeah, but yeah, one, yeah one them, they do, and. Uh, We went in and there were, it must've been the premiere because there were um, a bunch of journalists and stuff there. None of the cast and crew. Yeah. Kind of like, dude, Rob and I were just disgusted. It was so bad. And, I, I didn't say anything, but I remember Rob in the middle of it because people just were like sitting there, you know, on their, oh, this is amazing. This is a Romero is such a genius. And Rob just turns around and super loud. He just said, Are you fucking kidding me? This is awful. How, dude, he was like so pissed. I was like, This is such crap. Guy sitting next to me with his laptop you know, writing as, like, taking notes as he's watching. And I was like, if you even write something positive about this and put in there that Romero is a genius, like, I will literally, I don't care if I get kicked out of Canada forever, okay? Like, (laughs) like, it was the shittiest movie I've ever seen. Then when I saw Survival, there was a scene, the only thing I remember about it, A, Apparently, if you live in an island off the coast of Massachusetts, they all speak Irish or have an Irish accent. (laughs) Yeah, right. You know, it's not like I'll speak Gaelic, but they all have Irish accents. And the other thing is. There was a scene where somebody threw a grenade at a building and it blew up. And then like the building, like part of it fell and there were guys standing in the building and they had like black soot on their faces like a cartoon and it was like or something and i was like like you know what man this dude's lost his marbles like this is just well you
1: know he 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 got so he got so bitter you know because oh they're throwing all this money at this walking dead tv show and zombies are huge and i can't get i can't get a budget i can't get anybody to give me money to make a and I made all in the, and I made the dead trilogy and blah, 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 And it's like, well, they did give you money. They gave you money and you made land of the dead. Why would they give why would they give you any more? You know, they gave you money and this is what you did with it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know,
2: awesome. I mean, if, you, if you
1: hire somebody to paint your house and you come home and your house is hot pink, with purple trim. Well, when you go to repaint your house again, are and that guy's standing there and saying, well, you're not going to give me money to paint your, and like, well, no, I gave you money and look what you did. Yeah. Why would I give you more?
0: Yeah. No, I agree. I'm
1: sorry, George. Listen, the guy made the definitive zombie films. They still are. Mm-hmm. The, the He invented a genre Okay. You cannot take that away from him. That is his forever. Mm -hmm. Okay. And that's great. That listen, man, that's about, you know, that's more than most people can say, but when they gave you an opportunity to, to kind of bank on the zombie resurgence, Mm -hmm. What did you do?
0: Yeah, it was just corny. You
1: gave us you gave us big daddy and zombies who were learning how to use tools and were talking and they they just wanted a place of their own. Don't kill them. They they just want a place of their own. That's that's whatever would anybody give you another chance.
0: So it's like you're alive, you die, so you're a zombie. But then it's like The natural progression of what he was doing was they're gonna come, become back, like turn back into human again. You know what I mean? Because, like, or or learn how
1: to be be human. I mean, he kind of touched on it a little bit in day with Bob. I think it's like
0: that he should have just left well enough alone.
1: Well, exactly.
0: Those maybe it was like a one off, you know. To me, I even thought. It was corny at the end when he was like, you know, mm-hmm. stupid. But even you know, with with land, when they when Big Daddy told like the the one zombie, you know, he's like, and then the zombie comes up and cuts a hole in the fence or whatever, mm-hmm. and the body swings by, and he's like, Ugh. apparently zombies can get frightened and startled. Oh,
1: yeah. And didn't he get sad when he saw how they were treating mm-hmm. the other the zombies? He he got all mm-hmm. em- emotional. So now zombies can feel emotion now. They can they can they can be sad and scared. And and then does that mean if you put on their favorite song, they're gonna start dancing a little zombie jig? I mean, come on, man. They just that could have been just the 100%. premise was there. That could have been good. Mm-hmm. It really could have, he had the money. I believe there was a studio behind it. Mm-hmm. This could have been his ticket to, you know, get back out there. That's what he did. It boggles the mind on the mighty fall.
0: Well, what is your number three?
1: I am going to go with, get a little more contemporary here. Um, I'm going to go with the film called Luigi. Origin of Evil. Have you seen it? i never even heard of it. It's good. It's it's scary. Um, the acting is off the charts. Great story. It's a prequel, even though it's a sequel. It is a prequel to a film called Ouija, which is shit. It's garbage. Mm. I... An hour and a half of my life, I'll never get back. On my deathbed, when I think of all the time I'm I've wasted in my life, I will think of that hour and a half I spent watching Ouija. It was awful. But the prequel is fantastic. Fantastic. Scary. It, it's it's even it even makes you a little sad at the end when you think to yourself. This this really good movie is 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 supposed to lead into that complete piece of shit that came out two years ago. I mean, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but I would I would really recommend seeing ouija Origin of Evil. It's really good.
0: Written down. Really good. I I'll be honest with you, I've never even heard of those movies. <laughs>
1: Well, they're, they're newer and when i say newer i think that they both have come out within the last uh oh hell maybe 12 years now 10 12 years um but it, i mean it's 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 really good it's spooky um you know kids you know spooky creepy possessed kids you know they're they are, they're always good for for creeping you out you know and this and this one definitely has one so uh I would I'd totally recommend it to you to see man and anybody who may watch this who hasn't seen it, make sure if you sit down with the movie called Ouija it's got you know origin of evil after it. If it doesn't have that, don't waste your time because the first one is shit. <laughs> cannot stress that enough.
0: Man, you get uh, a couple contemporaries with Purge, Ouija we uh, i think we i
1: think we spend so much time um i think we spend so much time and in the future we'll probably spend much more time talking about films that we that maybe we grew up on that we still hold near and dear still our favorites mm-hmm. i think every i think every once in a while it's okay to to maybe shine a spotlight a little bit on some contemporary films that have come out in the last five, 10, 12 years that mm-hmm. are actually good. They're out there. Mm-hmm. You, you just gotta, you gotta look for them. You gotta find them. But they're there. You know, you you can get out of the 60s and the 70s and the 80s and in some of the 90s. You can move into the 21st century and find good horror films. They're out there. You just gotta look for them.
0: I think that's the difference between the older stuff is it was like they were everywhere.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: When
0: it comes to newer stuff, there's so much garbage that it's just hard to, you know, it's really like I enjoyed uh, the Void a lot, mm-hmm.
1: which I haven't seen yet. I, I have to, I have to change that soon. Hopefully, with you, get yeah. together and watch it with you. After we both get our, our second shot.
0: That's, mine's uh, Monday.
1: Monday. Mine is May 7th. May 7th. So a little bit after you.
0: Uh, oh, excuse me. Um, but yeah, the, like The Void is good. There, there's been some here and there that...
1: Now, I know there are some contemporary films that I've seen that you... You totally disagree with me. And that's okay. I mean, listen, there's no losses we we have to like the same, the same things, but
0: my problem is with a lot of it, it's there's too much CGI. And for me, that takes me out of it because it kind of destroys the story. Because when it gets that kind of corny, you know, when it looks like a video game, and that's why the void is so good, because it's like practical effects and
1: um. You need. You know, I'm going to tell you right now what you need to see, and I and I, and I texted you right after I watched it, and it, uh, it, it's on Shutter, which I know you have. It's a Shutter original, mm-hmm. and it came out kind of right in the middle of of the COVID shutdowns and the quarantines, which made th- this movie even more. And it's it's called The Host. Yeah, And it's, it's, it's barely an hour. I mean, it's literally no time. And it was so good.
0: Writing so it,
1: So scary. Watch that sucker with the lights off by yourself like I did. And I'm telling you, you're going to be looking over your shoulder. You're going to hear a noise when that sucker's over. And you're going to think, oh, shit, you know, what's coming? So well done. So good. I really want you to see it. You know, but for me, get, we'll get back to the list in a second. I, 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 I feel as, as a fan of, of horror, you know, grew up on it, I kind of feel it's my duty to support the genre in a way that I'll see the new stuff. Knowing full well, probably 70% of it I'm not I'm not going to like it's not going to do anything for me, but I want to watch them and I'm not saying to go to the theater to see every one of them, but I want to watch them because I I understand you got to support these films because the good ones that are going to get made won't get made if the genre doesn't keep getting the support it needs to be a viable product to make money and sometimes you gotta, you gotta watch the shit to support the genre, to make sure the filmmakers with the good ideas who are going to make a good movie, get the opportunity to make those movies.
0: See, for me, it's like, and and I, I agree with that, like to an extent, I just think a lot of what gets made. It's kind of like when, uh, you know, our brother Justin we we go down the youtube rabbit hole trying to find new stoner or doom bands and i, I do i do, the same. You do lot, the same and
1: it's the same thing a lot of shit, you got to yeah. sift through a lot of shit
0: and it's to it, find some jazz the thing is it never used to be like that because the field wasn't as big it was narr- it was narrower and it just it was much stronger. Now it's like you have to sift through, whether you're on YouTube or Bandcamp, hours of just listening and listening. Everything is so generic and just stupid and cliched until you get to that one album where you're like, okay, wow, this is really good. You know, yeah. I feel like in a lot of ways, horror is even worse. And I will blame 100% Wes Craven and Scream because as soon as that shit hit it just went down yeah and everything became you got to have a bunch of these like all the 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 people that were in it like that everybody looked too perfect and they're all on the cover you know Mm -hmm. and
1: well you know how you save yourself some time use me As Like I use you For music See I let you Go through those hours of shit To find something good Because then I know you'll tell me Hey check this out it's really good So you just saved me An hour of listening to shit Okay Mm -hmm. And you send me the good stuff And I can go right to that Use me for horror movies In the same way let me go through all the garbage to find the gems. And then I'll tell you, hey, you got to see this. This is really good. Don't ask me how much crap I had to watch before I got to this one. But this is the good one. You see, that's how we thats how we help each other out in this brotherhood, man.
0: No, there's, there's some other ones. And the thing is, I, I know that there's films that I've seen that I'm like, yeah, that's not bad, you know. I just can't remember the names of them. Like there was, The Void obviously stood out because I, th- I thought it was such a strong flick. And I, and I did like Starry Eyes. Um, I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good story. Um, Lonnie played one for me. Oh, I can't remember the name of it. I think it was called Oh, I can't remember. I got to ask him. This thing was this thing was great. And it was about this guy that I thought like lost his job or something, and he had a friend or he met up with people at a bar that were rich. And these people, I know,
1: I know exactly what you're talking about.
0: You know, what I'm yeah. about Is it called? And a- I don't
1: remember the name, but I've seen it. It's 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 fun.
0: It's not. Would you rather? Is it? No, no.
1: no I've seen. Would you rather? Don't bother with that.
0: Okay. Yeah. No. This one. Lonnie's gonna kill me because I thought it was great, man. It was like
1: No, it's it's, it's good. It's, I know exactly what you're talking about. It's good.
0: You know, so, so much money to do this, or we'll give you yeah. but they just keep getting like more and more ridiculous and violent. Yeah. And the guy's just like, uh <laughs> no, no,
1: no, I know I know exactly what you're talking about. I've seen it. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Who's next? You are yeah. I did Origin of Evil, Ouija. See that one. Don't see the Ouija. So
0: I'm going to go my three, two. My two is going to be 2A and 2B, okay? These are both horror sci-fi um, that I think are better than the original. Um one is a lot of people are probably, they're not both horror sci-fi ones. The reason I'm including both is because to me, the f- part one of one was more like a slasher flick. It was just meaner. But I think part two is better. And then the other one, the first one it, is sci-fi horror and the second one could be sci-fi horror, but it's a little more of an action flick. And mm-hmm. that's uh, Aliens and Terminator 2. Yeah. So yeah. Terminator 2, not a horror flick. I <laughs> you know, like
1: most Terminator people, was, most people would agree with you mm-hmm. on that. I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm, I'm one of the, I think again, in the vast minority who, although I love aliens, I, mean, I love Terminator 2. I, I, I think the originals are better. I, I, liked, I liked Arnold as the bad guy I thought he made an awesome well, he's a you know, like, bad guy
0: Yeah, and that doesn't surprise me Because you're such a Michael Myers fan And that's pretty yeah. much what he was
1: Yeah, pretty and, much
0: and Terminator was, you know That's why I think it was more like a slasher flick It wasn't That's not why they created it probably, But you get my point No,
1: But it, but it was, yeah. let's be honest I mean, it followed a lot of the same You know slasher tropes you know
0: It was very dark it was i don't know man i just i love the first one t2 not a horror movie at all obviously no. but for some reason i just had to include it but uh that that to me is like james cameron that's like pinnacle james cameron
1: mm-hmm.
0: just amazing the, the special
1: pre-avatar james cameron yeah Pretty Titanic, James
0: Cameron. Yeah, Cameron. yeah. Just, effects are great. Mm-hmm. They all stand up. Everything, but Aliens also, James Cameron. Cameron. I think that Alien is holds up perfectly. I think it's like a nine out of ten. It could even be a ten out of ten. Um, but it's it really is like a universal horror type film to me.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a monster movie. Mm-hmm.
0: It's It's a monster movie in space. And it's just, the cast is phenomenal. It's unbelievable. Part two, though, that was the first one I saw when I was a kid. Mm -hmm. And I fell in love with it instantly. Everything about it to me. The extended cut that came out is even better.
1: Yeah.
0: It has some like really cool stuff that explains, like, what, you know, how. Uh, it was basically Newt's parents that went out and found the chip and her dad had that thing stuck to his face. Um, and that uh, there's a couple other scenes in there too that that they threw in. Um, especially with a couple machine gun sentries mm-hmm. sentries that they put out in the hallways and stuff, but um, they show Ripley's daughter. There's a, a scene where Carter Burke, um, played by Paul Reiser. Yeah. The only thing I like him in. <laughs> um, but uh, he does a great job. But he. One of the extended scenes that here, he tells her that, yeah, your daughter passed away. And then she sees a picture nice. of her daughter and some old woman. It, it it's just so good man. the, the, the cast is amazing. Jeanette Goldstein.
1: You know. I agree I agree with everything you you say. but I think the reason why I prefer the first film is because just to me, the first film is more of a horror film. Mm-hmm. The second film to me is more of an action film. I still love it. I think it's great, but I I prefer the straight, just slow burn horror film of alien than the yeah, the shoot 'em up action well, explosions, so whatnot right. of aliens.
0: Aliens to me is almost like night of the living dead in space on a different yeah. planet. Because yeah. if you think about it, they're trying to like barricade themselves in at one point trying to keep from uh but special effects are unbelievable the cast is awesome i was really god man i was so excited that apparently they wanted to give neil blomkamp who did some of my favorite movies um uh district Mm nine And uh, I I also liked Elysium. Um, Wasn't a big fan of Chappie. That was kind of, yeah. But uh, plus he did, God, was it called Oats? Oats Studios or something? You can watch his stuff online. And they're like little shorts that he did. And they're just fucking awesome, dude. They're so good. And he was supposed to do the new Alien. Which was I've cool. read,
1: yeah, I've read stuff. I they've actually put online uh, sketches, yeah, and whatnot, like, of, like
0: storyboards because it, yeah. it ideas, was ideas. Ripley, yeah. it was Ellen Ripley. It Alien Three never happened. It was one, two, and then they wake up, and it's it was Ripley. I think Michael Biehn was uh Michael Bean whatever was back, mm-hmm. um, as Hicks, and. Corporal Hicks, and I don't know if Newt was in it or not, but I know it was those two, and Hicks, his face was all kind of melted or whatever, you know. Um, It, like, he had it going, man. He had everything written, and then Ridley Scott was like, no, no, I'm going to do my films. And Prometheus came out, and he was okay, I mean, I, I like it, but it doesn't really feel like a, a, an alien flick.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: An Alien Covenant, who I thought was just it's just fucking stupid. It just I just really wasn't into it. I thought Prometh- Prometheus was better, but all the other ones, Alien Three, to me was just a little too dreary, not action yeah. enough. It was just not.
1: I I agree. I agree.
0: You know, but that's well, my
1: phone. Not- fo- my phone has uh, told me that I I have twenty percent left. Hit so.
0: well, it. You got. Let's go through your number two.
1: Well, you know what, dude? I'm just going to go straight to my my top one because.
0: What's your two? Then go to one.
1: My two was Blade Two, oh, and okay. even though it's not really a horror film, I think any anytime you're dealing with vampires, you is- have a little bit of horror in there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like blade one, but I just think blade two is just a far superior film. It is, you know, just, just, and those, those new vampires that they were going after were just creepy as hell. The way the whole bottom of their fucking face came open and up, oh, you know, um, but my number one is a film you and I have talked about quite a bit. And it is just dirty and vile, and you 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 gotta take a shower after you see it. I I think
0: see because of my number one might be the same.
1: Um, I just remember the first time I saw it as a kid. I I couldn't go to sleep. I had to go walk around outside. It, It was just like, oh my god. And uh Andyville 2, the possession.
0: Yeah, that's my number it, one. That's
1: the number one. I mean, I just everything about I just watched it again for the uh, for the first time in quite a few years,
2: mm-hmm.
1: a couple of months ago, and damn does it hold up. Oh even the even the special effects at the end, which are cheesy as shit, let's be honest. Oh, the body, yeah even he just even passed with away. That, he just passed was that yeah Ronald yep, DeFeo De De just away. passed away yeah um, good ridd- good riddance yeah. but
0: no man that's
1: it's oh my god it, 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 I'm telling you man there's no scarier scene than when he's killing his whole family
2: mm-hmm.
1: and his sister who he had been banging <laughs> up to that point. Mm-hmm. You know,
0: wouldn't get made today. (laughs) Yeah.
1: When she runs around that corner and she runs into him and he's holding that gun and he's got that creepy smile on his distorted face and the lightning crashes and it flashes on his face. Oh my God. I'm getting, I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it. It's so creepy and scary Mm -hmm. Everything about that movie is just oh god, oh, I dude,
0: love it. Uh, the sequence of him going into the basement and then it follows him upstairs, mm-hmm. and you yeah. don't see it. That's the thing, about but it hits him, him on
1: the bed, and it his his body starts to, yeah. you know, suck because it's coming. Oh god, damn it! Oh,
0: who but, was it? God, the chick, the 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 sister was Di- uh, Diane uh, Franklin. Franklin, yeah,
1: yeah. She's, go- oh my God, she's gorgeous. Oh my gosh, she's gorgeous.
0: Those are tits in it. Oh she, yeah. Even when I was a teenager watching it, I was like, I like is yeah. that Even of age, she had to be eighteen at least. But I was just like,
1: well, she was in another movie called The Last American Virgin, mm-hmm. and she was sans top in 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 that one as well. You can enjoy it in that film, yeah, because it's it's a teen romp. It's crazy, sexy, you know. So you can see it in that film and be like, oh yeah, all right, you know. In Amityville Two, you're like, no, oh, you know, because
0: If if you see that scene in Amityville Two, and it turns you on, like call your psychiatrist.
2: Yeah, see a priest.
0: <laughs> call your. Psychiatrist.
2: There's yeah, because I'm sitting you.
0: there watching it, and I'm just like, "Yeah, dude, like, and oh, he, this is." And just- if
1: you rem- remember, the scene. The brothers like, let's pretend yep. that I'm a photographer, famous photographer, and you're my model. Mm-hmm. I think you should take your shirt off, mm-hmm. and she does, and then she's dude. doing the poses. And I'm like, oh my god! Even as a kid, when when you're that age, any boobies are good boobies. Even as a kid, I was like, I'm saying, I was, I was this like, this
2: isn't great at
1: all. And it,
0: it just adds to like just how grimy that fucking movie is, mm-hmm. and how scary it is. The first one is is great. Um, oh yeah, Game's it's a classic. Margot Kidder. I mean, it's. Great cast, Mm -hmm. but Burt Young just (sighs) such a piece of shit.
2: (laughs) Such an asshole,
0: (laughs) asshole. And that movie just hits, and it hits hard. Better poster art to me. Mm -hmm. Um, It's amazing that I thought. I always thought that I was the only one they thought that two was better than the first. And then after talking meeting new people like you years ago, and I think, you know, all my other friends, Darren, Justin, like everybody's like, Oh yeah, dude, two is. And even in, uh, the necrophagia, that band, they did a video where I watched, there was an interview with the band and they were talking about some of their favorite horror movies and the one guy, and they say Amityville too. And the one guy, and they were like, Why? And the guy's like, because it's just fucking scarier.
2: It That's is.
0: Funny. And it is. It's like you have this grimy, just like <sighs> it's
1: scarier because, well, I mean, for many reasons, but one of the reasons are listen, I don't, I don't know how you what you believe about the about that house, mm-hmm. what you believe about what actually happened to the Lutzes, mm-hmm. you know, that's open for interpretation. You know, what you cannot deny is that a year before that, a a man killed his family, his entire family, with a hunting rifle. You cannot deny that. Yeah. It happened. Mm-hmm. Now, did he hear voices? Did Was he possessed? Did the house? Again, that's open to interpretation. Mm -hmm. But what you cannot deny is that happened. And Amityville too, although they play up the, I mean, it's called the possession for Christ's sake. It plays up the voices in the house. The house made him do it. this, that. It played that part of it up. Mm -hmm. So did that happen? I don't know. I wasn't there. But Again, what you cannot deny is, for whatever reason, this guy murdered his entire freaking family, and that to me is scarier. Because yeah, that happened. It's and scary. I, even you know that
0: part of it is true. Even if the rest of the stuff is just Hollywood, just create a story. Well, listen,
1: we we can do another episode on mm. if we believe all that stuff or not. I, I'd like to do an episode on that. I me, I fall in the middle. I, I you know I believe I believe something happened to the Lutzes in that house mm-hmm. what happened I don't know even the Lutzes said that the movie played up a lot more than what really happened
0: yeah but so that's do, cool. I
1: believe, do I believe something happened to them yeah I, I do what I don't know I wasn't there
0: or even, Do I believe what's that even with Even if that stuff didn't happen in part two, I mean, obviously the murders did, Mm -hmm. but even if everything didn't, it's still, you never think that. When I watch Amityville, I always think to myself that with the Lutzes, that book came out where it was basically just all the hoax that they did. They found out that they lived in a house where a family was murdered and they didn't want to live there, but they couldn't get out of it. So what they did was make, make up this elaborate story, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever. But part two, the reason why is better is because there is a truth to it. Mm -hmm. They did murder everybody in the house and it's like Mm -hmm. the rest of it is probably, who knows, the rest of it could be completely made up, but it doesn't matter (laughs) because it's still like, insanely frightening
1: you could make a movie about the DeFeos and leave all that shit out of it just Mm -hmm. just make a straight suspenseful drama film about a young man who whatever who just decided I'm going to kill my entire family Mm -hmm. okay and that would be scary in and of itself Mm -hmm. just just a person doing that. Yeah. You add the other stuff to it. You know, and I know people, I know there's the well, you know, his dad was this and he didn't like his dad and whatever. Okay, fine. Kill your dad. Kill your mom. She's laying right next to him. But what are your reasons for killing, you know, two preteens and a, a you know, your teenage sister. I don't know, man. I, I think, I think something was going on with that guy. Something was going on in that house more than just young man angst. I'm mad at the world and I'm going to kill people. You know, I I think something more is going on there. Listen, they're all, every one of them are found laying on their stomachs. Okay. Nobody tried to run. They're all in the same. You, You mean to tell me it's a big house, but it's not big enough that a hunting rifle is going off on the floor under you, and you don't hear it.
0: Yeah, who knows, man.
1: I mean, you got, there's things that you can't explain. The only Something thing, was going on.
0: Yeah, and the only thing I can say now is it's dead, good riddance, but we still have the film, so. Yeah. But we yeah, with that, it's a, Nice uh, ending to that because we both chose our number one. I had, I
1: had a feeling it might go that way just based on discussions we've had. I mean, yeah. we've had many discussions. You know, we could do a whole episode on just that movie. Mm-hmm. And i i I'd like to some. I tell you what, I'd like to do. I'd like to do an episode where we're wa- where we watch along with the movie. You know, the movie's yeah, going, great. and you and I are sitting on the same couch. You know, looking at the camera and just kind of giving our our running commentary. On uh, on, on you know it's in my top ten mm-hmm. you know has been for years and always will be.
0: Well, let's uh, reconvene. I would say let's do a, a music one next time. Yeah. I got a couple. I got a couple music ones coming up um, with some buddies. Uh, Jason, Nick, and Pat. We're, uh, we're doing kind of obscure albums. We think people should listen to um this episode isn't going to be like nine and a half hours like their last one was Mm -hmm. uh we're choosing three um and just kind of discussing those going from there i'm doing one with arnie that is going to be um i think best comeback albums but i gotta be honest with you just with everything coming out, like with the new Monster Magnet coming up, I think I I really want to do a Monster Magnet one.
1: Well, I've been taking copious notes on air supply. So I was hoping hoping we were gonna knock out that air supply episode, but we'll we'll put that on the back burner. There's always there's always time for air supply. No, I'm with you, man. I think the next time we do this, hopefully in the next week or two, uh we we spend some time talking about. The uh, the almighty monster magnet one of your favorites one of mine so yeah. that sounds like a plan
0: let's do it but yeah I mean uh, again thanks for anybody for you know checking the past episodes out this one future episodes whatever and again
1: it's going to be on YouTube so feel free to leave comments and questions I mean listen if you anybody watches this you you have a question or two. Throw them on the comments. We'll look at them. We'll try to answer them. Uh, you know, idea. You know, maybe. Hey, you're watching this, and you've got your ideas on a few sequels that are better than the uh, than the original. Throw them on there, man. We'd love to see it. So
0: sounds good. Thanks. Thanks
1: for thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Kip.
0: <laughs> Stay tuned for more. So yep.
1: Stay tuned. Stay heavy. Stay scared.
0: All right, cheers.
1: Good night.